Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Melinda, your CNBC news station. So expect the unexpected. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. quality of forage grasses include supplementing pastures with legumes or fertilizers and stimulating grass growth through prescribed burning. I'm Brian German for Agnet West Radio Network. Psst. Hey you. Yeah, you. Do you know where you are? Well, you've done it now. You're listening to KCAA Loma Linda, your CNBC news station. So expect the unexpected. Personal income rose slightly in July. Personal spending held steady. So did consumer prices and consumer sentiment. Campbell Soup reports today, which should give us a read on the health of the consumer, as well as an update on the impact of those U.S.-China trade tariffs. The next round of U.S. tariffs is scheduled to take effect on a Sunday. Home improvement retailers like Home Depot and Lowe's and insurance companies like State Farm and Geico are among those tracking Hurricane Dorian. The storm is expected to hit Florida over the Labor Day weekend. And on a happier note, you can sing happy birthday to Warren Buffett. He turns 89 years young today. John Lesher. CNBC. Bungalow, apartment, flat, farmhouse, fort, lodge, cabin, cottage, chateau, palace, shack, crib, condo, shoebox, duplex, manor, mansion, McMansion, hutch, hut, pad, shanty, villa, castle, cave. <sighs> no matter what you call it, a realtor knows how to find you the perfect home. We're more than an agent or app. We're trusted professionals serving you, your family, and community for over 100 years. That's not just what realtors do. That's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. The SATA Perfect Sleeper Savings Event is going on now. But what makes the Perfect Sleeper so perfect? First, it's called the Perfect Sleeper. Second, it has a pressure-relieving comfort layer. Third, it's on sale, which means you should probably get going. Visit your local SATA retailer and save at the SATA Labor Day Sale. Not just SATA comfortable, SATA comfortable. Perfect. Offer may vary. Visit your retailer or SATA.com for details.
Message and data rates may apply. Individual results may vary. Exclusions apply. But hey, I'm buying a huge flat screen TV so I can finally see it without my glasses. Why not just get LASIK? At the LASIK Vision Institute, that's what I'm doing. Uh, my glasses and contacts are a pain. I- I'd love to finally get rid of these, but who can afford LASIK? You can. Because the LASIK Vision Institute is offering dramatically low prices and an absolutely free consultation. Just text DO11 to 350350. The LASIK Vision Institute has already performed over a million procedures. They use the latest FDA-approved LASIK technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Better vision, better value. The LASIK Vision Institute. Make this the year you finally get LASIK. For a free consultation plus an extra 20% discount, text DO11 to 350350. You'll see for free if LASIK is right for you. That's DO11 to And I'm Aaron Brinkert. And I'm Todd Brinkert. And we are on the Brink, the morning show on KCAA, AM 1050, FM 106.5 and FM 102.3. So glad to have you with us on this Friday morning right before Labor Day. It's going to be a hot day. (laughs) I'm always whining about the weather. I will feel Mm -hmm. much better when the temperature drops. Just feel much better. It's going to be a while. I know. Oh. <laughs> By the way, if you're heading to Vegas for the weekend, yeah, leave now. It's just, <laughs> um, it's going to be bad. <laughs> it's going to be crowded driving up there. Uh, I read an article this morning that, uh, yeah, they're expecting, you know, leave I think. Leave yesterday. Yeah, leave yesterday. Seriously. Um, because it's just going to be, it's going to be wild heading up there. So. Um, yeah, it's it's a hundred plus degrees. Let's let's all go to the desert. I know, I know. <laughs> unless yeah, you're going to be in a, it's all air conditioned. But if unless you're going to be in a pool, if you're you know if you have to be outside, unless you're going to be in a pool, yeah, I don't know how people do it. I really don't. So we have not really talked about um, uh, Hong Kong in the last few days, and uh, it's continuing to escalate um, out there, and the Chinese. Um, they do not like people standing up to them at all. And so they have now arrested uh, several high-profile pro-democracy leaders. Apparently there was a sweep or a series of sweeps um, that led to arrests on Thursday and Friday in Hong Kong um, ahead of what will be the 13th consecutive weekend of mass protests in the Asian financial hub. Um, activist Joshua Wong, who led the city's massive 
pro-democracy protests in 2014, and the former legislative candidate, uh, legislative, legislative council candidate Agnes Chow were arrested on Friday, and Andy Chan, the leader of the banned pro-independence party, was detained by police on Thursday. In total, seven were arrested in connection with uh, past protest-related offenses. The arrest could further inflame tensions in a city after already an already tense week. Last Sunday, a Hong Kong police officer fired a live shot into the air during protests for the first time. Uh, later in the week, Chief Executive Carrie Lam refused to rule out invoking emergency powers, and a prominent protest organizer was attacked by masked men carrying baseball bats and knives. Wong and Chow were released on bail on Friday evening, addressing journalists on the steps of the courthouse. Wong told reporters that the Beijing government are the ones who back and endorse Hong Kong police to conduct such mass arrest and prosecution. Um, And the protests now have gotten quite violent. The protesters are throwing bricks and the... um, uh, the police are using, uh, you know, tear gas and, and rubber bullets and, and that sort of thing. Um, but the protests up until the point that police showed up in riot gear were um, peaceful. They were large, but they were peaceful. So the activists could could face five years in a Chinese prison, um, which is. Yeah, well, and that's part of what they were protesting yeah. was that people would be exported into China instead of uh, staying in Hong Kong for trial and for incarceration. Now, China is a, is a country where saving face is, is paramount. Um, you know, so the Chinese government has now been embarrassed because this is hitting the national or rather international news. And so, you know, I wonder um, if, uh, you know, how this ends. I don't imagine that it ha- ends well. I mean, you think of the last time this happened on a, ma- on, on a large scale and it was Tiananmen Square and, and that didn't end well. Well, correct. Yeah. I, I mean, the, uh, from the government perspective, it was just fine. They, they ended the, the protests and, and erased history for everybody who lives there, right? Yeah. Um, That's what communists do. Yeah. So for the people who are growing up there, most of them probably weren't aware of Tiananmen Square in China itself. However, Hong Kong was part of Britain at that time. And, uh, and so they're well aware of what the Chinese government is capable of. So for the people who don't know, Tiananmen Square protests were also student-led. And these are mostly, you know, the ones in Hong Kong now are mostly young people, um, which is typically how lar- large protests go, uh, were, were student-led demonstrations calling for democracy, free speech, and free pe- press in China. They were halted in a bloody crackdown uh, known as the Tiananmen Square Massacre by the Chinese government on June 4th and 5th in 1989. Pro-democracy protesters, mostly students, initially marched through Beijing to Tiananmen Square following the death of uh, Hu Yao Bang. Hu is a former, uh, a former communist leader, had worked to introduce democratic reform in China. In mourning Hu, the student's in Morning Hue, the students called for a more open, democratic government. Eventually, thousands of people joined the students in Tiananmen Square, with the protests numbering, numbers increasing to the tens of thousands by mid-May. Um, uh, at issue was the frustration with the limits on political freedom in the country. 
given its one-party form of government, with the Communist Party holding sway in ongoing economic troubles. Though China's government had instituted a number of reforms in the 1980s that established a, lim that established a limited form of capitalism in the country, the poor and working-class Chinese still face significant challenges, uh, including lack of jobs and poverty. Uh, students also argued that China's educational system did not adequately prepare them for econ the, an economic system with elements of the free market. Martial law was declared on May 13th. Um, some of the students, uh, student protesters initiated a hunger strike, which inspired similar strikes across China. Uh, as the movement grew, the Chinese government became increasingly uncomfortable with the protest, uh, particularly as they disrupted a, vi a visitor by Prime Minister Mikhail Gorbachev of the Soviet Union on May 15th. Um, a welcome ceremony for Gorbachev initially scheduled for Tiananmen Square was instead held at the airport, um, although otherwise his visit passed without incident. Even so, feeling the demonstrations needed to be curtailed, the Chinese government declared martial law on May 20th and 250,000 troops entered Beijing. To put, this is to deal with their own children and young adults. 250,000 troops. By the end of May, more than 1 million protesters had gathered in Tiananmen Square. They held daily marches and vigils. The images of, of events were transmitted by media organizations to audiences uh, around the world. Um, and while the initial presence of the military failed to, failed to quell the protests, the Chinese authorities decided to increase their aggression. At 1 a.m. on June 4th, Chinese soldiers and police stormed Tiananmen Square, firing live rounds into the crowd. Although thousands of protesters simply tried to escape, others fought back, stoning the attacking troops and setting fire to military vehicles. Reporters and Western diplomats there uh, that day estimated that hundreds to thousands of protesters uh, were killed in Tiananmen Square and as many as 10,000 were arrested. And we'll never know what the real numbers are. Yeah, well, the Chinese blocked any news getting out of country, and so they, they didn't allow cameras to show what was going on. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Going on, there was, there was uh, Western news people there initially, but they were all ushered away. Um, there's a very famous picture of one of the students basically standing alone in front of a tank as it came rolling towards them, and the tank stopped because uh, the tank driver is a human being and said, uh, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to roll over this guy. Yeah. And so they stopped, and so this guy faced down a tank, um, and that's, boy, that's but, bravery. But nobody knows what happened to him after that. Uh, he's um, actu actually, they, they tracked him down. He's, he, he spent... He spent time in a camp, but he's still alive, I think. Oh, wow. Well, this is this is communism, folks. This is socialism. It is a it is it is a dictatorial form of government. All the people in Tiananmen Square at that time, all they wanted was free speech um, and a, a free market. That's all they wanted. Um, uh, and and freedom of the press. And now all they want is for China to live up to its agreement that it made with Britain and keeping Hong Kong free because they don't want to live under a totalitarian government. You know, I mean, people our our leftist leaders in this country, you know, think that Mao was a wonderful, wonderful man. He killed between 50 and 100 million of his own people. 
in his great leap forward. I mean, that's if he, communism and socialism um, uh, killed hundreds of millions of people in the 20th century. And, and we're, you know, we're, our leftists here are trying to romanticize it as, as if it was this wonderful thing. It wasn't. You know, ask somebody from Cambodia, from Cuba, from uh, China, from uh, what was the Soviet Union, from East Germany, you know, ask them what it was like. So this is, this is uh, what the people in Hong Kong are, are protesting. And they're waving American flags while they're doing it. They want what we have. They want the ability to, to do what, exactly what, Todd, what you and I are doing right now is, is talking on the radio and saying exactly what we think. It seems like such a, a basic thing, a basic freedom, but they don't have it. Yeah, it's, it's something that's been withheld. And, and I think, you know, people forget that, that there's places around the world where you don't get to to have the same freedoms, the same liberties that we have here. Um, just following up on the um, the tank man, as he was referred to, um, the ha- they they thought they had identified who he was, and to this day they still don't know specifically who the gentleman was. Um, there was a name that had been identified and given, but they have searched. The Chinese claim that they have gone through all the lists of those who were arrested and those who were killed and could not find this person. And so they don't know who he is, is their their stand. Uh-huh. Do you uh, believe that? And Yeah. Well, I don't know. I Honestly, I think if they knew who he was, they would probably, well, no, they'd suppress his name. So they wouldn't, they wouldn't want to make a hero out of the guy. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So, British thought they knew. Uh, one of the British uh, news people thought they knew who he was at one time and had identified a name, but they've never been able to find him specifically, or at least that's the public line. So, if you want to see the difference between a free market and a market that's not free, Hong Kong is is basically built on a rock. It is there's you can't really grow anything there. It's very very small, and it became a global hub for commerce because. The economy there was free. They could they could trade freely. Now, China is not that way. It's be, it's they've opened it up, but it's still not a completely free market, um, which is part of the reasons why uh, Trump is you know our government is is kind of not kind of has engaged in a trade war with China because they um, they. They cheat a lot, and they, you know, they undermine. Um, they engage in pretty much economic warfare. Um, but for their own people, it's not a free economy. It's very, very much regulated. Um, and so China is now growing, um, and they've got a powerful economy. But, it's, but you know, they've also got a billion people. Hong Kong is this little tiny place that has been roaring for decades. So, yeah. On that note, let's take a break. I'm Aaron Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA. We will be right back. If you are one of the millions of Californians 
who prefer to use affordable natural gas to heat your home and cook your food, you need to listen to this message. There are powerful national organizations and California bureaucrats who don't like natural gas or propane either. They want to prohibit Californians from using these affordable, reliable energy sources. They want Californians to rely solely on high-priced electricity. Don't let them take away your energy options. We are Californians for Balanced Energy Solutions. Californians want affordable, reliable energy options that serve their family and business needs, not electric-only mandates. Learn more about how gas is fighting climate change, reducing smog, and helping keep California's economy strong. Visit www.c4bes.org and join us. Paid for by Californians for Balanced Energy Solutions. With 60 years of fascinating facts, this is the man from yesterday. And back in time, this time to 1987. Bruce Willis is set to marry actress Demi Moore in the fall, probably in November here in 1987. Bruce Willis's career has excelled ever since Moonlighting debuted on ABC TV just a few years ago. Bruce Willis is set to star in an action-adventure movie, Die Hard, and it should be out by next year. That's all right. We have plenty of Dramamine for my first guest tonight, Al. My first guest tonight plays David Addison on the hit television series... Of course, the name of the show is Moonlighting. Please welcome Bruce Willis. And from this time in 1960, the surprise hit movie of the summer here in 1960 is Psycho with Janet Lee and Anthony Perkins. It's another Alfred Hitchcock winner. You have a vacancy? Oh, we have 12 vacancies. 12 cabins, 12 vacancies. If you want anything, just, just tap on the wall. I'll, I'll be in the office. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Bates. Norman Bates. And from this time in 1972... Mac Davis, known primarily as a songwriter who's written for the likes of Elvis Presley, may have a huge hit on his own as Baby Baby Don't Get Hooked on Me is beginning to get played on major market radio stations. Baby Baby Don't Get Hooked on Me With more at manfromyesterday.com Jazz and wine lovers in the Inland Empire, get ready. August 31st to September 1st, Labor Day weekend. It's the second annual Inland Empire Jazz and Wine Experience. Two days, vendors, wine, delicious food, comedy, a kid zone, business seminars, and your favorite jazz performers. Live on two stages at the beautiful Arrowhead Country Club in one of San Bernardino's most historic and exclusive neighborhoods. Over a dozen of your favorite smooth, urban, and standard jazz musicians. DW3, Makita, B.I.G., Michael Hagens, Sure Will, Vaughn Fahey, and a whole lot more. For ticket details, you can text JAZZ to 909-475-7787, or you can check in or Google IE Jazz Experience. That's the IE Jazz Experience Labor Day weekend. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill for 
pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-643-6931 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-643-6931 to take your call now. Call 1-800-643-6931. That's 1-800-643-6931. Again, 1-800-643-6931. KCAA, where every day is a great day. Welcome back. I'm Erin Brinkert. And I'm Todd Brinkert. And we are on the Brink, the morning show on KCAA AM 1050, FM 106.5 and FM 102.3. So there's been a lot of press about the lack of summer crowds at Disneyland. And I personally think that the way they treated their season pass holders, jacking up the price so much, you know, essentially treating them like, well, we don't want you here. We want the the, the people who come from outside because they spend more money. Um, uh, you know, and all the hype about, you know, 10-hour lines that we're going to have happen in the in that Star Wars world. And I think Californians were like, well, forget you. You know, I'll find other things to do. There's plenty of things to do in this in this state. Um, yeah. And it's hurt them. Well, there's capitalism at work, right? You know, yes. It's, it's the it's the market driven thing. So they, they have risen their prices. They kept rising their prices and raising their prices. And they have now exceeded what the market is willing to pay for their uh, for their product. And so they will either have to adjust and bring their prices back down or live with with lesser number of people visiting. Exactly. And a Disney executive uh, believes that guests enjoy theme parks better when they don't spend all day waiting in line. Well, that's revolutionary. I mean, uh-huh. if, you, if you look at yeah. Disneyland, what is Disneyland? It's a mall with they rides. They enjoy theme parks better when they don't spend, you know, uh, uh, half their life savings to visit, too. Yeah, exactly. Well, and haven't you been to Disneyland where you, by the end of the day you've gone on like five rides all day? Well, to be honest, I haven't been to Disneyland. I, I figured it out the other day. Last time I was at Disneyland was in 2007. Oh. And, and that's because my brother-in-law had friends that visited, and they bought a two-day pass and didn't use the second pass to get into California Adventure. So he and I then, just the two of us, went down and spent in the midweek and spent uh, a day at California Adventure. And it cost me nothing other than gas and food, which still was a fortune. But uh, – but, because he had a free, he had an annual pass, and and his friends had left their extra day pass to California Adventure because they, I guess they had a two day pass, and you could go into one park or the other each day. Oh and yeah, they they, did, they didn't use the California Adventure one, so I guess technically I didn't go to Disneyland. I went to California Adventure. And wow, if, if, in two thousand seven, and the last time I was at Disneyland um, was actually a little after that, but I didn't ride any of the rides. Um, I had an. A, same brother-in-law had an opportunity to get us into Club 33, which is the super secret cool restaurant inside of Disneyland. And um, and so we got to go visit that. And it happened to be the same day that uh, Farrah Fawcett and Michael Jackson passed away. Oh, and that's why I re- that's wow. why I remember. <laughs> Otherwise, I couldn't tell you the date. But it was, um, it wow. was the, 
the day they were they passed. I was coming from like Ventura at a swim meet and drove down, but I didn't get to ride any of the rides or do anything. I literally went down, met my family there, had dinner, talked about what I just heard on the radio, and they all went, "You're kidding!" I went, "Nope." <laughs> wow. And uh, that was a long time ago. That was yeah. ten years ago. Yeah, ages. So, well, actually, we're talking about it. I'm overdue to go back to Disneyland, and I hear they're short lines. <laughs> <laughs> well, both of both of my children were season, and their spouses were season pass holders, and both of them were like, "Well, we're not going to." We they used to go all the time. They'd pop in, especially the my my son and his wife, because they live. In, on the border of Fullerton and Anaheim. So if, for them, it's mm-hmm. super close. And it was they met at Disneyland. They got engaged at Disneyland. They're the, 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 the type to dress up on Dapper Days and go. Um, and, I mean, they're huge Disney fans. And they were like, eh, well, it's not really in our budget anymore, so we're not going to do it. And yeah. I think enough people did that where Disney felt the pinch. They've hit their market ceiling. <laughs> the market yeah, won't well. bear your higher prices, Disney. Yeah, well, the next move is in their court, right? Exactly. I mean, we'll see what they end up doing. Yeah, I got engaged to Disneyland as well. So. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They're on the um, on the in front of the um, Pirates of the Caribbean is the Mark Twain paddleboat. Yes. Went by. The little French sector. Yes. Mm-hmm. On the oh. benches. Oh, that's so cool! And I remember speaking of Disney family. So you guys were the ones who would dress up your daughters in Disney costumes. I seem to remember a, a polka dotted Minnie Mouse costume that the little. Oh, I think that, the, that Minnie Mouse costume was worn by my daughters and your daughter, and, <laughs> and I've got a couple nieces that wore that. Yeah, we had we had uh, Disney passes when when they weren't outrageous for for ourselves and our daughters when they were little. It was nice because we got family. Um, that same brother in law lives in Huntington Beach, and so we could either meet them there or. We would go, you know, for an hour or two, and when the kids were little, they'd get tired and cranky, and it was or or get hungry or something, and it's like, well, we're not going to spend a ton of money on food here. Disney was very much right because it was expensive and not great, and uh, and so we would. You know- Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'll spend a little while there and then head over and visit family. So... I think that you're going to see Disney rethink their pricing and and rethink, you know, maybe the cap the number of people that go into the park. I mean, they spent a fortune on that Star Wars galaxy, whatever it's called, and they are not seeing the return on investment that they planned for. So, you know, I think this is an important lesson on, you know, the value of the dollar. <laughs> and with that, yeah. it's time for a break. I'm Aaron Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are... On the Brink, the morning show on KCAA. We'll be right back.
KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, K292FQ Riverside, and K293CF Moreno Valley. NBC News Radio Special Report. I'm Lisa Carter. The people of Florida are preparing for the arrival of Hurricane Dorian. Forecasters say it's expected to be a monster storm by the time it roars ashore. But as NBC meteorologist Bill Cairns reports, we're still not sure exactly where Dorian will make landfall. We know it's going to be this big, bad, intense storm. Wherever it hits, it's going to do catastrophic wind damage. There'll be storm surge problems, everything that comes with a big, huge storm, just like we've seen in the last couple of years with the Irmas and the Maria, and also uh, last year with Michael. It looks like Dorian should make landfall somewhere between Miami and Melbourne, Florida on Labor Day. And it's not just Florida preparing for the storm. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp isn't taking any chances when it comes to Hurricane Dorian. He issued a state of emergency yesterday for a dozen counties along the coast. The Atlanta Motor Speedway in Hampton is opening its campground for free for RV and tent campers evacuating from the storm. Lisa Carter, NBC News Radio. It's time to take a look at our roadways. I'm Erin Brinker. Uh, there's a SIG alert in Ontario. A motorcycle is down on the 15 southbound at the 60. Uh, this motorcycle wreck has the 15 southbound connector to the 60 westbound closed, and traffic is stopped from the 10. And uh, this is a fatality. The motorcycle crash is a confirmed fatality, so it'll take a little while to clean up. Probably should find an alternate route. In Corona, on the 15 northbound at Temescal Canyon Road, a crash is on the right shoulder. And in Temecula, on the 15th southbound between Rancho California Front Street and Rainbow Valley Boulevard, there's some slow traffic. This has been your traffic report. Drive carefully, everyone. I'm Erin Brinker, and this is KCAA. From the KCAA Weather Center, I'm Lori. Sunny for this morning with a high of 98 and clear overnight, a low of 66. Sunny on Saturday, a high of 100. Mostly sunny on Sunday with a high of 101. Mostly sunny on Labor Day with a high of 98. Tuesday, your high of 96 and same for Wednesday. I'm Lori broadcasting live from the Tri-City Center in the 10 and 210 freeways. We are the trifecta of talk in Southern California. KCAA 102.3 FM Riverside, 106.5 FM Redlands, and the Legacy 1050 AM Loma Linda San Bernardino. Jazz and wine lovers in the Inland Empire, get ready. August 31st to September 1st, Labor Day weekend. It's the second annual Inland Empire Jazz and Wine Experience. Two days, vendors, wine, delicious food, comedy, a kid zone, business seminars, and your favorite jazz performers. Live on two stages at the beautiful Arrowhead Country Club in one of San Bernardino's most historic and exclusive neighborhoods. Over a dozen of your favorite smooth, urban, and standard jazz musicians. DW3, Makita, B.I.G., Michael Hagens, Sure Will, Vaughn Fahey, and a whole lot more. For ticket details, you can text JAZZ to 909-475-7787 or you can check in or Google IE Jazz Experience. That's the IE Jazz Experience Labor Day weekend. This is KCAA.
Welcome back. I'm Erin Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA AM 1050, FM 106.5 and FM 102.3. We're going to be able to play this every day next month. <laughs> or any day we want to, because we just love the song. So, Todd, you <laughs> Todd's been sending me um, these shirts. Um, <laughs> I love a good T-shirt, you know, that, that line, that should be on a T-shirt, you know. And it's just so the, um, the uh, first one that I found was one person can make all the difference. And it's got a picture of the man facing down the tanks in Tiananmen Square, which I think is just awesome. I'm actually considering getting that T-shirt. Yeah, that, I, that, me uh, too. Where, um, you know, something that crosses my mind is I wonder if I were to wear that at practice. Um, uh, the high school that I coach with has a lot of Chinese students. I wonder what if they're even aware. You know, these are kids that are 16, 17 years old. If they're even familiar with, I don't know. with Tiananmen and if they've, you know. But their parents Googled are. Googled it while they're here. <laughs> yeah. Their parents, yeah, their parents have sent them here to go to school. On, with the hopes that they would have a better chance of getting into an American college because they've had an American high school uh, experience, which is is generally the case, or at least it's the belief uh, by a lot of Chinese. But you got to assume that these are also families that are fairly wealthy Chinese if they're sending their kids across the world to go to high school. Yeah, which means they probably have engagement with the Communist Party. Yeah, well, they pretty much have to in order to have any kind of, of um, large-scale economic um, function in China, you have to be um, involved with the, the the army and or the government. They're all very much intertwined. Yep. Which is the whole issue that they're having in the technical world with things uh, with products from certain companies. Uh, Huawei is one of their larger electronics manufacturers, and you don't find Huawei phones. They're actually the second most popular phone in the world right now, uh, behind Samsung. Apple has dropped to third. And you don't see Huawei phones sold in the United States at all because the United States has uh, said that we won't let you sell them here because we don't trust that you're not putting uh, electronics in there to follow us, track us, listen to us, etc. Oh, I'm absolutely certain they're doing that. And that's probably why the price is so low. Well, the they haven't. Uh, I mean, people who know this stuff have disassembled these things and not found anything in there. The scarier thing is, is that Huawei is one of the largest manufacturers of of cell phone tower equipment, so the electronics that go in the towers that manage the cell phone networks. And the United States has also blocked Huawei from that use, uh, primarily because those are essentially now a switch that's just a computer. And so you can look at it and say, okay, there's nothing in there. But then software updates come in to update the operating systems in these things. And so you would have to parse every single <laughs> line of code of every update because they may not, they may be completely benign now. But that doesn't mean that they wouldn't push an update to them, and suddenly now they're sending information from people who happen to live around Washington who are having conversations or text messages with, with you know, because oh, our because our leaders would never use their own you know <laughs> insecure communication systems, and uh. that's not necessarily a dig just at Hillary Clinton because. Um, if if people have paid attention, several people in Donald Trump's organization have. And have have and continue to do that as well. So what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> yeah, yeah, nothing hypocritical there. No, and 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 nothing just stupid from the beginning, right? I mean, holy moly! So come on, you know, I I, I am quite certain that you know um, this kind of espionage coming from uh, the Chinese has been going on for decades. I mean, you know, they're they're. 
they want to know what we're doing and they want to be better at it. And so I'm, I'm quite certain that they will do whatever it takes to make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I just found a great T-shirt on um, commun or socialism. It says socialism in big, bold letters, and below it, it says the philosophy of failure, the creed of ignorance, and the gospel of envy, <laughs> which, which makes you wonder about, you know, the avowed socialist running in the Democratic Party and the, and the extreme left people on the Democratic Party right now, too, because, you know, I mean, there are some, there are some obvious advantages of, like, socialist democracies as they exist in, say, Northern Europe. Except they have free markets. Exactly. And so it's, it's, it, you've got to find some, some balance here, right? So yes. I think that, you know, this, this t-shirt is, is funny, but it's, 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 it's going for the joke. It's not, it's not looking at a complex project or a, a complex issue in a fair way. It's, it's going for the joke. Yeah. But, but, you know, if you ask a, a Norwegian government official, if they're socialist, they'll tell you no. They have right. they have a pretty robust social safety net in their country, but they don't. Their government doesn't control their market, their means of production at all. Right. Well, and they also have the liberty to say, "I disagree with that." Exactly. You know, well, they I'm, have a they have a free press. They have a free a uh, free um, um, personal liberties. In fact, in some cases, they have um, more personal liberties than than we have. Yeah. So, so that's really it. At the, I mean, you can talk about the, um, you know, I should say that they don't, that, that, that it's completely free. There are regulations just like in every country. There are environmental regulations and there are safety regulations and quality regulations um, so that people don't get hurt on equipment. The same thing that we have here and there's pretty much everywhere, there's a free market, right? I mean, you can't make something that's going to kill someone and you can't make something that's going to pollute the water, you know, that kind of stuff. But, mm -hmm. they're, but you are free to start businesses and hire people and do all of those things um, uh, in Norway. Norway, in Sweden, in, in Denmark, uh, in Finland, you can do all of those things. And so they have a free market economy. They make Volvos and Saabs and ABBA, <laughs> which apparently in yeah, Sweden... Yeah, Saabs I don't think are around anymore. They oh, went the way of Buicks. Did they really? <laughs> I think so. Uh, well, I remember in the 80s, a Saab yeah. was like the, like everybody wanted a Saab, right? And if you couldn't afford a Saab, you got a Volvo. <laughs> Yeah, I remember my parents went and test drove one, and my dad, who's you know six one and change, came back and went, "I don't fit." Oh. <laughs> they they have a giant center uh, hump going down the middle, and so they had kind of a narrow footwell. He's got size thirteen feet, you know, and and uh, um, and uh, his head was kind of bumping against the sunroof because the roof was dented down to accommodate a sunroof. So if he got one, he'd have to get one without a sunroof. And he just came back and went, "Nope." <laughs> yeah, if you have to grease yourself to get into the car, it's probably not the right car for you. That actually yeah. surprises me, though, because it's not like Northern Europeans are small people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's our basic genetic makeup, my family anyway, is <laughs> Europeans, German. a lot of Northern Europeans. Yeah, German. And actually, a lot of um, uh, English and French in my family, too, when I did my little... Um, Ancestry? DNA check, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so... But but the Brinkers, I feel like when I'm around a bunch of Brinkers and I'm in a family of trees, most everyone, including some of the women, uh, are over six feet tall. So, you know, <laughs> you guys are, you're just, you're just tall. 
Yeah, yeah, it's funny. I was just, I was I was sitting there thinking while I describing my dad, and he's like uh, six one and change, and uh, size thirteen feet. And it's like. That's almost me. You know, I'm not quite that tall. He's a little taller than I am. But, you know, I have a chance to catch him. He's getting old. So. <laughs> I think something he won't be 6'1 and change anymore. Yeah. So Corona apparently has a wild pig problem. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of a weird thing to come out, wasn't it? Um, the uh, They actually was in the news the other day that they, they cornered a pig in somebody's backyard and... and uh, and shot it with tranquilizers and were able to safely get it out of the yard. But uh, there's been several sightings. And in fact, they're now got a warning out for people that, you know, if you're uh, walking with, with small children and or small animals, if you see a pig, especially along the uh, southern border of the of the um, city, because it butts up against the, the um, national forest. And this is a forest for which you cannot see a tree. It's a national shrubland. Um, but it's it's still wild up there. There are mountain lions that live up there. There's coyotes that live up there that come down pretty regularly. And now apparently there's pigs. And wow. so you've got to be aware that there are pigs up there. And these are several hundred pound animals in many cases. If they're adult, if they have piglets, they can be very protective. Some of them have sharp tusks and, um, and can be aggressive. And so you just want to make sure that you give them a wide berth. Do not do anything that will spook them or make them feel i mean generally they see people and they're going to want to run away they're not they're not like out hunting people but uh you know if you spook them or corner them they or if they've got their babies there they're going to defend them and so uh Um, best leave pigs alone pigs will eat you if they are um, aggressive enough um so yeah, yeah you better not you just leave them alone just leave them alone they're not there to pet. Yeah, apparently, they're, they're omnivorous. They'll eat anything. Yes, they are. Um, and there apparently were um, hordes of wild pigs in um, uh, Fairmount Park in Riverside a couple of years ago, or a few years ago. That that we were. I remember doing a story where, or talking about it, where um, it's like, what do we do with these pigs in Fairmount Park in Riverside? And there there have been wild pigs in Riverside County for. Uh, a long time, and they're not indigenous to the area, but they were brought by settlers, and they're wild now. So yeah, I have no idea if these are wild desert pigs from from many generations or pigs that got out of people's pens or whatever. But uh, they're pigs. But they're romping around, <laughs> and they can get they can get pretty rowdy. And uh, you know, and if they're coming down into the town, that's either because there's easy to find food down here. Or they're looking for food and they're not able to find it right now. And so they're coming down into the town, uh, especially along the areas, you know, that border up against the, um, the open national forest area. So, so wow. if you live in Corona, uh, and for that matter, probably, you know, the south side of, of Riverside and, you know, areas leading back towards um, Lake Matthews and that, that area... Um, be on the lookout. Keep In- your eyes open when you're walking. Indeed. And with that, it's time for another break. I'm Erin Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA. We'll be right back. From the Bureau of Economic Geology, this is Earth Day. In another Earth Day, we talked about ways to prevent wildfires. Now, we'll talk about what's encouraging them. In a warming climate, the air holds more moisture. It draws more water from plants, making them drier and more combustible. 
Summers become longer, which extends the fire season and gives fire-prone lands more chances to burn. Expanding development also puts more people in fire zones. Human activity starts four out of five fires, which increases burned areas sevenfold. Drought across the West, intensified by development and agricultural water use, makes fires more likely. But one of the strongest contributors to fires are fires themselves. Wildfires, it turns out, can make their own weather, which causes them to spread. Two of California's biggest fires last year produced devastating firestorms. Towering flames heat the air, creating a rapidly rising updraft, which pulls air into the base of the fire, feeding it with oxygen and increasing the intensity. These updrafts may eventually spiral into what's called a fire whirl, essentially a tornado of flames with winds up to 150 miles an hour. Meanwhile, smoke fills the air with particulates on which water vapor can condense, forming thunderheads above fires that can produce lightning and start more fires. Scientists are now studying fire weather and recreating it in lab conditions to better understand how to control wildfires once they begin. I'm Scott Tinker. EarthDate is produced by the Bureau of Economic Geology at the University of Texas at Austin with support from Schlumberger, helping oil and gas companies increase production and efficiency while lowering environmental impact. You can hear more EarthDate stories at earthdate.org. Ladies and guys too, you work hard and once in a while you have to take care of yourself. When it's time to pamper yourself, to take care of yourself, your next stop should be Next Gen Nails and Spa in Redlands in the Tri-City Center. It's very special. Relax. Enjoy this special luxurious treatment that you deserve and leave your stress behind with the best beauty care and a royal spa pedicure that includes a warm water soak, trim, sea salt scrub, paraffin therapy, and a luxurious hot lotion massage. You deserve it, and you deserve it today. Look good, feel good at Next Gen Nail and Spa in Redlands because you're worth it. And for a quick session, join Next Gen on Wednesdays for their $10 off spa treatments happy hour from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. The salon is always squeaky clean and waiting. So for the best beauty care and to treat yourself, it's Next Gen Nails and Spa at 1470 Industrial Park Avenue in Redlands or Google Next Gen Nails and Spa in Redlands. Looking for a new place to eat? Delicious food at a great value? The Tri-City Center in Redlands is proud to announce the grand opening of a fine new dining establishment. Terry's Diner, at the former location of the Spunky Steer in Redlands, is officially open for business daily from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. with delicious mouth-watering breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Treat yourself to Terry's tasty dessert menu, such as Terry's famous sundaes, banana splits, hot fudge cake, old-fashioned root beer floats, frosties, cakes, and pies too. You'll find weekly lunch and dinner specials all under $10, including Angus steaks, burgers, Greek salads, pasta seafoods, with wine and beer. Terry's brings years of tasty temptations from DJs in San Bernardino and Altaloma. Join a new tradition in Redlands. Stop by at 1350 Industrial Park Avenue between Tennessee and Alabama in the Tri-City Center. Google Terry's Diner Redlands on Yelp or find them terrysdinerredlands.com. You're listening to KCAA, your good neighbor along the way.
Welcome back. I'm Marion Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA. And it's Labor Day weekend, which means the LA Fair, the LA County Fair is opening. And I have not been, woohoo, I have not been to the fair in years, but as a kid, I used to like to go. Um, do you do you like going to the fair, Todd? Like you, I've not been in ages. It's not something that I go out of my way to do just because it's usually really hot this time of year. Yeah, that's the um, thing. <laughs> so I don't do a whole lot outside unless unless it's in the evenings when it's cooler. Um, and that's a, that's an option for the fair as well. Um, so, nope, haven't been in a while. So there's, there's from a huge art installation to a new food court... There, uh, the the San Bernardino Sun has five things visitors won't want to miss. Um, giant open, donuts. Giant donuts. Gi- think Homer Simpson. Giant donuts. Opening day, um, Friday, August thirtieth, when L.A. County Fair goes pop. Um, so there's this pop art uh, paying homage or homage to um, L.A.'s movies, music, art, and architecture. The exhibit is called L.A. Pop Architecture and includes a replica of a Hollywood sign, a replica of Watts Towers, as well as a pair of woolly mammoths fighting extinction in the La Brea tar pits. And that part is free. Um, and so there's some replica of some giant donuts because, you know, why not? So also opening weekend will feature a fitness fair, which is being dubbed Let's Get Physical. Now Olivia Newton-John's in your head. You're welcome. The weekend programming is in collaboration with the Spartan Race, 24-Hour Fitness, U.S. Strongman, 100-Mile Club, and Ontario Fury during the day with an obstacle course, exercise classes, and more. We're partnering fitness organizations to help you burn off calories that you eat at the fair because, you know, fair food. Um... The fitness fair runs from noon to 7 today and 10 a.m. to 7 tomorrow through Monday um, at the L.A. County Fairgrounds. Um, this is south of Farm Road. The 100-mile club fun run begins at 8.30 a.m. Saturday, August 31st. And some of the events require tickets, which can be purchased at the fair's website, website which is uh, lacountyfair.com. The next item on the list is Fusion Fest. Each weekend, the infield of the grandstand will feature music and arts and culture festivals. Pop Fusion, the Battle of Bandas, which is a specific kind of of Latin music, Lucha Libre, uh, and minor league music, local bands partnering with Pomona's Fox Theater. And that is free. So, and of course, there's fair food. If there's one thing the fair is known for, besides the cute animals, it's the eclectic food options. While there are various food vendors throughout the fairgrounds, the fair hasn't had a food court in nearly nine years. How do you not have a food court at the fair? That seems wrong. There's why I haven't been there. No food court. I'm sure that they had food vendors spread around, which they should do anyway, but... Yeah, there's a food court. So apparently there's going to be one. The former food court was a half-moon-shaped building, which featured a checkerboard floor and looked like a 50s diner. The new food court, Eats, will feature five food vendors with shaded seating next to the pop-up stage between the Wine Pavilion and the Rail Giant's historic trains. The the Giant Eats sign will be a good spot for a photo op. So, um, and apparently they're shifting the aesthetics of the fair. The Millard Sheets Art Center is hosting an exhibit, Shifting Aesthetics, a selection of works by 11 contemporary L.A. artists. And that will be from today through November 3rd um, uh, at the fairgrounds. So, and they do that here at the Orange Show, too. So there'll be 
um, there's a there's in the main room, the main hall. There is they feature local artists, arts from local, and there's usually a theme. Um, so one year it was citrus, makes sense. Um, and so this is what they're doing there, and it's going to run beyond the dates of the fair. Um, the the LAC, LACMA, which is Los Angeles County Museum of Art, will be lending its art to the Millard Sheets Art Center for the fair's run. Available light, a 16 millimeter color film with sound transferred to high definition from artist Christopher Richmond will be played. And, and the exhibit is free, and visitors who don't get a chance to stop during the fair's run are in luck. The Art Center is planning public programming for the exhibit, including artist talks and screenings uh, for early October. Um, additional information will be posted on the Millard Sheets Art Center website. So um, if you want to go to the L.A. County Fair, uh, it'll run from today through September 22nd. Um, opening weekend is noon to midnight today, uh, August 30th, uh, 10 a.m. to midnight Saturday and Sunday, um, August 31st through sep- uh, September 1st, it's 10 a.m. to 10, Monday, September 2nd, they're closed Mondays except Labor Day, and Tuesdays uh, beginning September 3rd, uh, noon to 10 p- is noon to 10 p.m. after September 3rd, Wednesdays uh, noon to 11 p.m., Thursdays noon to midnight on Fridays, uh, Noon to midnight on Fridays, 10 a.m. to midnight on Saturdays, and 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. on Sundays. And, of course, you can get more information at LACountyFair.com. So do you like going to see the animals, Todd? Um, you know, that's probably the part of the fair that I enjoy. I actually like the, the animals, and I like some of the craft stuff. I think that's kind of nice and fun to do um, when I go to the fair. I always kind of tie the fair and a parade together because when I was growing up most places had like a parade and then the fair opened and my dad is one of those guys who grew up in the Midwest who will not miss a parade he would drive a hundred miles for us to to get to a parade and so I grew up not particularly liking parades. In fact, I've made several comments to family members over the years, like, why on earth would you want to go to a parade, regardless of what the parade was for? You know, I mean, it could have been a protest parade for all I know. It's like a parade. You say that word, and I go like, oh, no. Um, and I'm sure parades can be wonderful, but I... I I'm with grew- you. I don't like them either. Yeah. yeah. And so, so even though they're really not the same thing, the fair and the parade are two separate things, um, it, it, they kind of tied together in my memory as my youth you know in my youth and uh, and so yeah um, I'm not a parade fan I'm not not a a fair fan hugely but when I go to the fair and again been a while I enjoy seeing the farm animals I enjoy seeing the uh, you know who 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 raised the prize cow and who raised the prize pig Um, and I like the crafts you know walking through the crafts remember the uh, the uh, you know National Orange Show uh, used to have Things like that, too. Yeah. And you could buy a spa. When I think about, because you can yeah. buy all kinds of crazy stuff at the fair, yeah. but the spa people are out in force. If you want to buy a spa, you're going to get spa. a good price. My dad bought the his, the, uh, the first, um, uh, what are those super, super high-powered uh, Vitamix? He bought a Vitamix blender. And the thing had so much power that when you hit the little button to turn it on, the whole thing would, like, jump and torque on the on the <laughs> countertop. Dang. You know, back in the day. But, but he bought a Vitamix blender because they mixed in, like, you know, uh, beets and eggshell and all kinds of stuff and blended it all up till it was a smooth smoothie that was supposed to be delicious and healthy for you. That sounds uh, revolting. I'm sorry. Beets yeah, and Yeah, I mean, the stuff that went into it, you go like, <laughs> no way. And then it comes out tasting sort of strawberry-like. And you're like, huh. oh, okay. Yeah, and they'd give it to you in these little, like, paper throwaway cups. <laughs> I remember the. I, I was there. I remember when we bought it. 
So there's some pretty amazing musical acts at the fair this year. So tonight, the OJs and the Spinners are going to be there. Um, Tomorrow, it's ABBA in concert. Speaking of ABBA, um, ABBA is going to be there tomorrow. ABBA Dabba Doo. Exactly. And Sunday night, or so 9-1. I saw Glenn Fry at the the, uh, Del Mar Fair once. Did you really? Yeah, it was while the uh, Eagles were on hiatus for a decade and a half. Yeah. And he was... Put on a good show. On September 1st, it'll be Pitbull. Yeah. Pitbull. So, yeah, they're getting some big names. George Lopez, Joe, George Lopez on the 2nd. Um, War with Tierra and Malo on the 6th. Why can't we be friends? Exactly. Um, Kelsey Ballerini and Hunter Hayes on the 7th. I have no idea who they are. Heard the names. Juanez on the 8th. I don't I haven't know heard the name. Yeah. Um, uh, on the uh, 13th, it's 38 Special, the Marshall, T- Marshall Tucker Band, and the Outlaws. Ah, some old school. It's some old school. On the 14th, it's Hammer's House Party. That would be MC Hammer. Hammer's House Party. MC Hammer on Vogue, Bismarck, uh, in Vogue, uh, Bismarck, etc. So, why? Yeah, Bismarck. Um, and 9.15, it's going to, on, on the 15th, it's going to be Ramon Ayala. Uh, on the 20th, it'll be Charlie Wilson with Montel Jordan, Old Dominion on the 21st, and Chicago on the 22nd. So Chicago. We are completely out of yeah. time. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 